0: A curse is anything evil spoken of or declared over your life. Anything that is put on you to determine an unpleasant experience and outcome in life. However, we can choose not to come into agreement with these and instead come into agreement with God. Refuse the evil spoken over you and affirm your identity, inheritance and destiny that is yours in Christ Jesus. This morning, uh, just a simple word. Of encouragement to our hearts. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to First Chronicles chapter 4. And we're going to read verse, two verses. Verses 9 and 10. First Chronicles chapter 4. Verses 9 and 10. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. So here in this fourth chapter of First Chronicles, we have a genealogy, uh, a listing of the uh, the descendants of a particular tribe, the tribe of Judah. And so we've got all these names up there listed for us in the first eight verses. And then suddenly in the middle of that genealogy, is interjected these two verses about a man named Jabez. So I want to just spend some time talking about Jabez, drawing some lessons from him, uh, things that you and I can apply in our lives, and then we'll be done. So Jabez, obviously uh, his mom, mother gave birth to several others, because we you see, you see that he is one among many brothers. But for him, because in childbirth, his mother had to endure a lot of pain, she gave him a name, Jabez, which literally means he will cause pain. Or he will cause grief. So imagine being given such a name. Somebody puts that over you. You are going to be somebody who causes pain, causes pain to others, causes grief to others. Now, in, uh, in Hebrew culture, uh, in their understanding, the name was very significant. Now, when you and I pick names, maybe, you know, we just pick fanciful names, things that, you know, appeal and uh, sometimes, or, you know, get people's attention. I mean, we do all kinds of things. But for them, they took the names very seriously. Because names were in many ways prophetic, describing uh, the character, the nature, and the future of that individual. So for them, and throughout the Old Testament you will see, that the names of people were taken very seriously. They were not something very lighthearted. So for his mother to name him Jabez, in some ways described his nature, his character, his destiny, his future. What kind of a person this child would be. And this was not a nice name. He will cause pain. Not a nice name. Imagine growing up like this. What's your name? I'm going to cause you pain. (laughs) Hey, let's stay away from Jabez. (laughs) So, in some ways, and I don't want to, you know, uh, make this too spiritual, but in some ways, it's like a curse being pronounced over this young man or this, this child. And as, as he grew up to understand the meaning of his name, he, you know, imagine what he would have felt like. My mom is saying, I'm going to cause pain. It's not a nice thing to have that put on you, especially in a culture where name, names meant something, something important. And so this was like a curse put upon him. When we talk about a curse, we're just saying something evil that has been spoken over you. Something evil that has been put upon you saying you are somebody who's going to, you're under this umbrella of evil. You're going to, this is what your experience is going to be. Something unpleasant, something not good. Jabez. Now, Let's try to apply that to our lives. You know, many times you and I have curses, meaning evil things come upon us. You say, how? Let's look at some practical scenarios. Number one would be the evil that people have spoken over us. You know, sometimes it could start right with our own parents. And I'm not blaming parents. Amy and I, we are parents, so, so we understand. But sometimes, parents become responsible for some of these kinds of things. So they tell their kids, you will not amount to anything. You will never succeed. I mean, look at your brother. He always gets 99.5. And you always end up with 97. Why can't you be as smart as your brother? <laughs> you know, some things like that. So parents put that upon kids. You will never succeed. You're never good enough. You're not going to achieve anything in life. And you are always inferior to others around you. So these are words that are spoken over us. And in some way, uh, they become like a curse upon our lives. Because they uh, bring this evil upon us. You're always reminded of that. Now you see, words, people, now you and I cannot prevent people from speaking these things. Now just, let's, let's back up. Uh, there could be other scenarios. For example, it could be your friends. They may playfully call you names. They may be just playing, but they give you a name that actually is very demeaning to you. and actually destroys your confidence, your self-confidence. They give you all kinds of names. Now, they may do it in jest, but over you, it's an evil that's spoken of. It's not nice. Or sometimes it could be in the workplace. Uh, I I want us to differentiate between genuine appraisals. You know, you have to be accountable in your workplace. Uh, Appraisals are done and you've got to take feedback. But sometimes even in the workplace, your managers, your team leaders, your colleagues may speak evil of you. And I'm not talking about appraisals. We have to pay attention to that. So don't miss you Sunday morning sermon. <laughs> uh, but I'm talking about negative things spoken over our lives. Even from our managers or team leaders or colleagues. In the workplace, those words can <clears throat> actually end up like evil over our lives. But here's the thing I want us to understand. That you know, we cannot control what people say about us. I mean, everybody has a right to their opinion. It's like sometimes people have never met me. They watch me on TV, and then they have an opinion about me. So when you show up, oh, we know you. It's like, oh, sorry, I haven't met you before. <laughs> no, 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 we know you, saw you, and we think you're like this, you know. Well, I just tell myself, everybody has a right to their opinion. It's like, don't let it affect you. All right. So everybody has a right to the opinion. They can say what they want about you, but you don't have to come into agreement with that. That's the thing I want to emphasize. Everybody has a right to say. But you don't have to agree with what they say about you. Amen? So sometimes if they speak evil about you, they say negative things about you, which are like curses. And you hear it, you know, inside you, you have a choice. That I reverse that. I choose not to come into agreement with that because I know what God has said about me. You know what God has said about you. So you don't have to come into agreement with what others say. You can't prevent them from saying what they say. They have a right to what they want to say. But you also have a right within you to reverse it and say, I'm not coming into agreement with that. No, God has spoken such and such about me. Right? Think about it. Just give you one example uh, from the Old Testament again. Uh, this is in uh, Numbers, the 23rd chapter. Uh, here was uh, Balak, a king uh, who, who got Balaam. He said, I want you to come and curse the people of God. I want you to pronounce evil on them. Say some bad things. Let bad things happen to them. So it's really into this. I want to curse them. Can you do it for me? So Balaam comes. He surveys the people of God. And then this is what he says. In verse 20 of Numbers 23. He says, behold, I have received a command to bless. He, that is God, has blessed. And I cannot reverse it. So Balaam realizes, you know, these are God's people. God has blessed them. I can't say anything to cause any bad to come on them. I can't reverse it. God has blessed Now as believers. We also need to be convinced about this. You need to know inside you. God has blessed me. So somebody else. See I can't. We can't determine what they say. They can say what they want. But inside you. You have to be convinced. My God has blessed me. God has blessed them. And I cannot reverse. It. You need to know. God has blessed you. Nobody else around you can reverse it. Unless you come into agreement with the negative things they are saying. So my, the message this morning is don't come into agreement with the negative things. That may come on your life. That come your way. Don't come into agreement with that. God has blessed you. And then Balaam continues. He says this uh, next verse, verse 21. He, that is God, has not observed iniquity in Jacob, his people. Nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord, his God, is with him. And the shout of a king is among them. Saying, hey, what I see is God is with these people. Amen. Who is with you? God. God is with you. Just that we must recognize that. Sometimes we forget. And we think that the negatives, people are speaking over us. Well, he's, you know, such an important person. He's saying this. Well, they they have a right to their opinion. But when people speak evil over your life, you make a choice to say, God has blessed me. God is with me. Amen. And he continues in verse 22. God brings them out of Egypt. He has a strength like a wild ox. That means the people of God. They are strong like a wild ox. Verse 23. For there is no sorcery against Jacob. Nor any divination against Israel. It now must be said of Jacob and of Israel. Oh, what God has done. Now. This, these words sorcery and divination are old English words that talk about witchcraft. Okay? Meaning something that is demonically empowered. Evil words that are actually empowered by evil spirits. That's sorcery, witchcraft. It's a little beyond just somebody saying bad things about you. Are you with me? Right? It's something beyond that. But what is Balaam saying? He's recognizing there is no sorcery. There is no divination. There is no witchcraft against the people of God. This will not work. He's telling Bal- Balak, Balak, you want me to curse them? You want me to get some evil spirits to work with them? Look, look, look. It's not going to work as far as God's people are. It's not going to work. Now, Understand this, that there is literal witchcraft being done in our day. I'm not denying that. Especially when you go out into villages and and those areas. uh, It is very open. They go to the place, you cut a chicken's head, say cast a spell on so and so. All kinds of things happen. But it happens in a very sophisticated way in our cities. It happens in a very sophisticated way in the workplace or in other scenarios. So what do you mean? What are words or deeds by which which people do through which evil spirits begin to operate? Let me give some scenarios. In your workplace, somebody around you is jealous of you. And because of jealousy, they start whispering into the ears of your boss, your manager. I'll just pick some name. You know, I'm not picking on anybody here. <laughs> what name shall I use? <laughs> so, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, Will we'll, we'll give us a break. <laughs> All right, you know, some name, John or whatever. Or they say, hey, John is like this. He's really not very good at his work. He, and, and they, uh, you know, in front of you, they may say nice things about you. But behind you, out of jealousy or out of something against you, they are manipulating. They are backbiting. You know, those things can be empowered by wicked spirits. So it's what I would call as... Uh, sophisticated witchcraft, manipulation, these kinds of things. Now, again, you cannot prevent those things from happening. Because that person is talking. But you know what? You can be confident inside you that whom God has blessed, nobody can reverse it. You can be confident inside you. That there is no witchcraft, there is no sorcery, there is no demonic manipulation, there is no demonic work taking place around you that can prevail against you. Turn out to fear. Unless you come into agreement with that. Are you understanding that? Unless you come into agreement and if you get scared, so look, 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 they're talking like this. They're saying this. They're saying that. Don't come in agreement with that. You say, God has blessed me. What people say against you should not prevail against you unless you come into agreement with that. And you refuse. You reverse the curse. A second way curses can come over our own lives is through our own experiences and our own circumstances that seem to put evil upon us. What do you mean? Let's say, suppose I've gone through a, a failure in my life. Suppose I've tried something I failed. Now, if I let that circumstance dictate to me, saying, Ashish, therefore, you're never going to succeed. What am I doing? I am letting that experience that I had. Yeah, I did have that experience. Yes, I did go through that. I'm letting that experience put evil on my life. Become a curse to me. Instead of coming to agreement with the word of God. Which says, God's word says. I will be like a tree planted by rivers of water. I will bring forth my fruit in its season. My leaf will not wither. And whatever I do will prosper. I have a choice. I can let that past experience become an evil to me. Put a curse on my life. Limit me. Keep me under evil. Or I can say, never mind that past experience. The word of God says. God's word says. God is with me. I can reverse it. Or I can come under it. The choice is mine. Amen. Amen. So the same thing with you. Uh, I'm not denying that there may have been some bad experiences in the past. Look, they may be there. But you have a choice. Either to come into agreement with that experience and say, therefore, my life is limited. Therefore, I will never succeed. Therefore, I will never experience this. Or you can say, never mind that experience. God is with me. God's word says. You reverse the curse of that experience. Amen? And thirdly, sometimes, many of us are guilty. We curse ourselves. Right? We speak evil of ourselves. Sometimes, we've not been taught better. We don't know better. And so, we belittle ourselves. We demean ourselves. We destroy ourselves with our own words. He said, God has designed our lives where He says, Life and death are in the power of your tongue. I and mean, what words you speak can either bring life or it can destroy. It can bring blessing or it can bring cursing. It's there. So sometimes we speak bad about ourselves. We have to change that. Traverse the curse. Don't speak evil of yourself say what God says about you stop speaking death over your life stop speaking defeat over your life like I said last Sunday and I just want to repeat this all just drive it in Mm -hmm. see when I pray and I go before God and I speak about my future speak about the future of the church I don't go and complain to God oh God why is the church like this? No. I say, God, I thank you one day you're bringing us to a place where many thousands will come to ABC. Thank you for the time when hundreds of thousands come here. Thank you for bringing us to a place when we impact one million lives in the city of Bangalore. See, that's how I talk. Now, I, I don't talk about it in public because people think pastors lost his mind. Because they don't understand, not on the same wavelength. But in the presence of God, we can do that. Because God understands. He understands faith. He understands why we are speaking like that. He understands our heart's desire. He understands what we are working towards. Amen. So I want you to, I want to encourage you. You go before God and tell him what you want your life to be like. Amen. Amen. You tell him, he will understand. Others may not, but he will understand. Say yes. But make sure it's aligned to his words. (laughs) Because he's not going to agree. If you and I say things that are not aligned to his words. But speak that way before God. Stop speaking evil of your own life. Stop defeating your own life with your own words. So what did Jabez do? You know, his mother gave him this name. Now... Jabez had an option just like you and me. He could have, you know, gone into depression. He said, my mom has given me such a bad name. It's all her fault. He could have put the blame on his mother. said, look, why did you give me such a name like that? Why did you say my destiny in life is to cause pain to people? He could have done that. But the Bible says there, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. I mean, he did something different from his brothers. Now, we don't know about his brothers. Uh, We don't know what his mother named his brothers. We don't know anything about them. But it just says, Jabez did something better, something different. What did he do? He took his case to God. Amen. Amen said, my mom's called me this. She's described my life like this. But God, I'm coming to you. Because you're the one who's a destiny changer. You're the one who can change. Who can rewrite the story of my life. You're the one who can turn the page. You're the one who makes all things new. I'm coming to you, God. And what did he do? He went to God and he prayed for five things. Say, said, God. My mom has not spoken good about me. This, this is like a curse on my life. But here's my prayer to God. God bless me indeed. Bless me God. God enlarge my territory. That means put it in our language. God increase me. Give me more. See God didn't reply saying you greedy Jabez. <laughs> no. See It's okay to pray for increase in your life. Don't hold back. It's for his glory. So God enlarge my territory. And may the hand of God be with me. That means the hand of God in the Old Testament. is just a phrase that refers to us about the power of God. The empowering of God. May the hand of God be with me. God, I want your hand on my life. I want your empowering on my life. And then he says, God, what was the next prayer Pray. Keep me from evil. Keep me from evil. God, don't let evil come on my life. And make me a blessing. Cause me, prevent me from causing pain. Just change, just change everything about my life. Change it, God. Change it. He prayed. And the Bible says, God granted him his request. God granted him his request. What have people spoken over you? Don't agree with it. Take it to God. He reverses the curse. What are your past experiences telling you? Don't agree with the negatives. Take it to God. He reverses those things. And our own words... Let's not speak evil over our own lives. Let's align with God. Align with His Word. The beautiful thing is that the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ died on the cross. So that He could take the curse out of the way. And He could release the blessing on our lives. And he could release the blessing of Abraham on your life and mine. He died on the cross to release the blessing. And God has already made a place of blessing for you and me in Christ. He's already made that place of blessing. You are in that place of blessing in Christ, in Christ. It says, and I just mentioned different scriptures. It tells us, the Bible tells us, in Christ, we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. God says look I want your life to be blessed and I made this available to you in Christ he always causes us to triumph that means there is always this possibility of increase of enlarging my territory God's made that available for you he says I will cause you to triumph So things are difficult in the workplace. God says, I'll cause you to triumph. Things are difficult at home. God says, I'll cause you to triumph. Things may be difficult in other areas. God says, I will cause you to triumph. Look, if God wants to make you triumph, who can stop you or stop God? That's it. He says, I will cause you to triumph. I'll cause you to win. So you and I agree with God. And disagree with the words people speak or with our circumstances. Or even don't be troubled by what things happen around you in your workplace. That will not affect you. God has promised that no evil shall befall you. No plague will come near your dwelling. That's your promised place. In First John he says that evil one cannot touch you. First John 5.18. The devil can't touch you. So this is a place of blessing. God has already made available for you. But the thing is you and I must agree with God to reverse the curse. Come and agree with God. Amen. So from today from today you and I are going to agree with God. We're going to disagree or not agree with the evil people speak over our lives. With the negatives of our circumstances. Or if you and I have been speaking evil over our own lives. Stop that. Stop that. Start declaring what God has spoken about you in his word. Say that's who you are. Affirm that. Declare his word over your life. Let his word be established in you. Amen. Amen. Instead of defeat, speak victory. Instead of death, speak life. Instead of poverty, speak God's provision. Instead of failure, speak God's success. Reverse the curse. Can we do that? Amen. Message over. Amen. Let's stand to our feet, please. I call our worship team up here. Declare what you have in Christ. Doesn't matter what has been spoken over your life. You can reverse the curse. Reverse the evil things spoken over you. Speak in line with your identity in Christ. Speak in line with your inheritance in Christ. Speak in line with what God has spoken over your life. So let's say this together before we take a few minutes to worship. Let's just say this together. Let's affirm this together. In Jesus' name, I cancel every evil word that has ever been spoken over my life. I cancel negative words that I may have spoken over my own life. I declare... That I am who God says I am. I declare I'm blessed. I'm victorious. I'm a success. I'm a blessing. I am blessed. I declare my body is blessed. My mind is blessed. My workplace is blessed. All the work of my hands are blessed. God is with me. God has blessed me. No man can reverse it. No devil can reverse it. I announce that I am blessed. I am according to God's word, blessed with every blessing. I declare God's word is established in my life in In Jesus name name. amen Amen. we're going to take a few moments to worship now and I'll just come back and minister after that
1: To the darkness you give hope, you restore every heart that is
0: We're standing in the presence of God. I I want us to take a few minutes to let God minister to us this morning. And if you feel this morning, I I am in a disadvantaged position because of all that has happened in my life. And and you're thinking about your past. You're thinking about your family. You're thinking about your parents. and, And look, everything only tells you that you've been put in a very disadvantageous place this morning that will be reversed that is reversed this morning that is reversed. you are no longer in a disadvantageous position never mind what has happened never mind what your parents did never mind what your family did look you are no longer in a disadvantageous position God has brought you out of that he has put you on solid grounds he has blessed you and nothing and no one can reverse that you receive that this morning you say God I receive what you have done for my life I am blessed I'm standing on solid ground. I'm standing on higher grounds. I'm not standing in a place where my family has put me or my circumstances have put me. I am standing where God has placed me. Would you receive that this morning? Father, I thank you that people in this place, when they leave from here, God, they go out with their head held up high knowing that Almighty God has lifted them out of whatever predicament, out of whatever disadvantageous position life may have given to them. They are not in that, they are where you've placed them. But they will see the blessing of God come forth in their lives. They will see the goodness of the Lord be written upon their lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you. I want you to do the same thing when it comes to sickness and disease. Our God is healer. Our God is healer. Would you do the same thing? I have not. In any way disregarding doctors and what they do for us thank God for it thank God for what they tell us and they just have to tell us the facts there is fact and there is truth truth will not change facts can be changed to align to the truth the fact may be there is a problem in your body the truth says by his stripes you've been healed The fact can be brought in to align to the truth. So I want to pray with you. I want you to say, God, reverse this in my body. Change this in my body. Because I want my body to align with the truth. By His stripes, I have been healed. I have been healed. So, Father, right now, and I just speak over every person under the sound of my voice, those here, those watching us live. If the doctor's report has given us a medical problem, a physical problem, right now, in the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, reverse it. Let there be wholeness and healing in our bodies. Let every infirmity and affliction be taken out. Let wholeness come right now. In the name of Jesus, set things right in our bodies, Father. Let the power of the Holy Spirit do that. I want you to pray and say, Lord, I receive. I receive my healing. I receive my whole. I receive a reversal of this condition in my body so that wholeness comes nothing is impossible with God nothing is impossible with God thank you Father, thank you thank you thank you God you know and in the sermon I just mentioned in passing about things that may happen in the workplace where people may speak out of jealousy may people may try to manipulate things around you but if there are people who are literally in that kind of a situation right now i want to pray with you you may actually find yourself in that situation i know i just mentioned in the sermon but there could be people here you say look that's exactly what's happening in my life Whether it's your workplace, whether it's your family, whether it's your friend circle. uh, This is happening. I want to pray with you. We're going to stop that. We're going to declare the favor of God. We're going to talk about declare reversal of those things. So just agree with me right now. Father, I pray and I speak over people here this morning who may find themselves in the middle of that kind of a situation. Where around them. There are words of jealousy and words of manipulation and things that have been spoken in order to put them down. But today in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit I come against those evil works. And I say those words will not prevail. Those things will not have its intended impact or effect on your life because God has blessed you. And no man can reverse it. God has blessed you. No weapon formed against you will prosper. and Every tongue that rises against you, God will put down. That is your inheritance. So, in your situation, you say, God, I thank you. Those words will not prevail. I am blessed. And Lord, if it has to do with the workplace, if it has to do with their promotion, with their job situation, as a sign of this prayer being answered, give them a double measure of blessing. Give them a double measure of blessing. God, if their colleagues wanted to hold back a promotion, give them a double promotion if their colleagues wanted to hold back one, inc- one level of increment, give them a double increment in their salary. I declare this over their lives because you are God and you will do this for them. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Just go ahead, receive it and expect to see it happen. Expect to see it happen for you. We thank you, Father. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So tell your neighbor, reverse the curse. Don't come under it. Reverse it. Don't accept it. Reverse it. Don't believe it. Believe God. God, amen. Let's close the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit. Continue with each of us always. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at apcwo.org. Also visit our website apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.